2 Timothy chapter 2. Verse 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And so if we had a little thought, it would be sealed. Just a little while, we don't really know which way to go. Just got to wait on the Lord, trust in Him. And uh, I got something when I got saved, and I've still got it. I've never lost it, I've never been in danger of losing it. I've had storms come in my life. Satan has tried his best to wipe me out several times. But what I've got is sealed. He can't get to it. I can't get to it. And I've done lots of different projects over the years at the house. Laid tile and, and put up paneling and done drywall and you name it. And inevitably, I'll find something I probably should have done a little bit differently or that just don't suit me after I get it done and I wish I'd have, wish I'd have approached it a different way or something like that. But I couldn't get any better than what I've got that's sealed. I can't mess it up. It's not marred by my imperfections. As a matter of fact, if you want to come right down to the, to the point of the matter, it's the only thing I've got that's perfect. I have found it to bring peace to my heart. I have found it to make me love everybody. I have found it to bring joy in sorrow. I have found it to, to give me hope when it seemed like all hope was gone. What I've got that's sealed down in here has made all the difference in my life. And so <clears throat> we remember the scripture about the two men that built their house and one built their house on the sand and the, and the rains came and the storms came and the wind blew and the house that was built on the sand, it said great was the demise of it. Great was the fall of it. It was all to pieces, torn all apart. Folks, a lot of people are building their lives on things that aren't sealed. That's right. They're building their lives on what they can do, on, on what they can make in life, on their health, on their knowledge, on their, on, on their trust in themselves. And sooner or later, that's going to fail them. That's going to let them down. They better put their trust in what is sealed until the day of redemption. And this says, nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord standeth assured the Lord. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. I'm his and he's mine. Aren't you glad that you belong to him? Amen. That it's sealed. It can't be messed up. It can't be lost. Amen. It's eternal salvation. 
If you read God's word, everywhere in God's word, and it says life except two times, it mentions the word eternal or everlasting. It's sealed. Even an old silly goofball like me can't mess it up. God did it right the first time. Amen. All right. Sealed. The man that built his house on the sand, he had all the good intentions in the world, didn't he? No doubt, maybe paid an architect, just in my mind, way of rationalizing things, paid somebody to design the thing and had wonderful plans drawn up, but it wasn't on a solid foundation. And when the storms came, it fell all to pieces. Friend, if you don't build on a solid foundation, nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord standeth ashore. What is the foundation? It's Jesus Christ. He's the chief cornerstone, and we better build our life on Him. If you build your life on Him, your life will stand assured on the solid foundation. It'll be sealed until the day of redemption. Aren't you glad that your soul is sealed? Satan makes you... <laughs> I'm going to get to the man that built his house on the rock. Well, let me just get there. The man built his house on the rock and the winds came, the rains fell, the storms blew in, but his house stood firm, didn't it? Why? It was built on the rock. It was sealed in a solid foundation. Let's name that man. Do you want to? Let's put a name with him. Let's go over to the Old Testament. Do you remember that Satan went up and down and to and fro the earth seeking whom he may desire? And the Lord said, Have you considered... My servant Job, a perfect and upright man that feareth God and escheweth evil. Have you considered him? Oh, that we could live a life that the Lord would recommend us. Think about this recommendation. The Lord was recommended Job for a trial. The Lord was recommended Job for a heartache. But you know why the Lord recommended him? Because he had faith in him. Because he knew what kind of man that he was. That he was dedicated. And that his soul was sealed. You know what happened to Job? In a matter of a day's time, all his children were killed. He lost all his herds, all his flocks, all his servants, everything he had. <coughs> and yet still he maintained his integrity. A lot of people, you let a little misfortune come their way, they're ready to give up, they're ready to quit, they're ready to shut down, they're ready to cast God aside. But Job maintained his integrity and even his wife got dissatisfied, didn't she? Even she said, why don't you just curse God and die? And Job said, thou speakest as one of the foolish women. Let me tell you something. Not everything that's got the name of a church over the door is the real thing. The real thing is founded on the rock. We have all kinds of folks that's put on all kinds of shows and they'll put on the smoke and the lights and all that. The church is where the rubber meets the road. The church is when you have heartaches and trials and they're there for you in good times and bad times. And I thank God I'm a part of the church of the living God. 
The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How could Job say such a thing in the midst of such adversity? Because he was sealed. Because he was sealed. That wasn't enough, was it? Satan said, just let me touch his body. Let me get a hold of him. Let me take his health. Then we'll see what he'll do. Did you know Satan's got plans for you? He does. He's got plans for every one of us. He'd like to see every one of us miserable, sitting by the wayside with every bit of confidence anybody's ever placed in this gone. Cast aside, ruined. You know what? He's really good at his job. He's much better than we are. And if we're not very careful, we'll find ourselves in that slot. You better be sealed. You better know whom you put your faith in. For I know in whom I believe and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that that I've committed to him unto him against that day. What day is that? The day that he comes back on the clouds and he calls by name. That's when the seal will be broken and I'll go that way to meet him in there. Sealed. So let me just touch his body. And so the next time we read about Job, there he sits in the middle of the road, covered in sore boils. If you ever had a boil, I had one one time. It's the most uncomfortable thing you've ever had in your life. It don't matter how you sit. It don't matter how you lay. It don't matter how you stand. It's there, and it's painful, and it hurts. And Job was covered with them from head to toe. I just had one. Job was covered from head to toe. Sitting in the middle of the road, he looked so bad that even his old friends didn't recognize who he was. Oh, but in all that, he maintained his integrity and he cursed not God with his lips. I'm here to tell you, don't matter what life holds for me and you, if you've been sealed, you know that there's a better day Wait, one day after a while. If I'm miserable today, I'll have joy in the morning. I'm sealed. Nothing can touch that. We use the analogy sometimes about you ladies canning. Tom used to can green beans. Put them in that pressure cooker. They cook for a certain length of time. And you take them out and that lid is on there. And when you hear that little pop, you know it's sealed. And it don't matter if you come back in six months and open that jar, they're good. If you come back in a year and open that jar, they're still good. If you come back in five years and open that jar, they're still good. But when the, when the jar doesn't seal... You can see that little bacteria sometimes begin to grow down inside just below the lid, can't you? 
and, the, and whatever it is that you've canned is no good, is it? Has no taste. It's not fit for nothing. <coughs> I know what they blame us with. They say those old Baptists just believe you can make a trip to the altar. Then you go and you do whatever you want to do. And you're okay. No. You can make a trip to the altar. But if you don't get sealed, you still in ruin. If you don't get sealed, you're still in misery. And here's how you tell the difference when someone is sealed. Pray on for just a little while. When someone is sealed, as Apostle Paul was, he said, the things I once loved, I now hate, and the things I once hated, I now love. Have you read about Paul? He wreaks havoc on the church. He had letters in his pocket to arrest anybody that called on the name of Jesus. And he was religious and he thought he was right in what he was doing until he went down the road to Damascus and he heard a voice and saw a light but saw an old man and he heard the voice say, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he went down with blinders on, couldn't see a thing, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep until God sent a man called Ananias down and the scales fell from Saul's eyes and he straightway went and preached to the man that was supposed to arrest people for calling on Jesus' name. Went straightway and preached that Jesus is the Christ. What happened on the road to Damascus? He got sealed. You got sealed. Now, I mentioned Job. You know, all know his heartaches. Well, even his friends accused him of sin, didn't they? But he maintained his integrity. He cursed the day he was born. He wished to die, but he never blamed God. Why? Because God has sealed him. How'd that work out for him? The Bible says in chapter 42 that his captivity was turned. When he prayed for his friends. We talked to the young people tonight for just a minute. They were telling about what they were thankful for. Some of them said a family, food, home, a bed. And I relate this to them. I've been a few places. I went to Nashville and I was out on the street. The sun had just come up. It was probably about 5.30 or 6 in the morning. If you've ever been to downtown Nashville, they have the big grates. And they have the thermal heat. And the steam comes up through those grates. And the homeless people will take a piece of cardboard and they'll lay on that grate. And the steam comes up through that grate. And that's how they stay warm during the night. Been down to New Orleans, homeless everywhere. New York City, homeless. What's that song say? I've always had a place to eat, clothes to wear, and food to eat. God 
has been so good to me. Most of all, I'm sealed. Ben, just three months or so ago, I lost my dad. Debbie went through the same thing this past week. There's not a day goes by I don't think about him. But it made things easier knowing he was sealed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sealed. Mm -hmm. Got to tell this. Mom wanted to go to the graveyard yesterday and we went. Those of you that know my dad, he signed until he wasn't able to anymore. And from the time I was probably Israel's age until I went to pasture around mountain, I sang with him for years. And I thought how much I'd like to do that again. And I stood down there, Gary. And the Lord said, you will. He said, you will. You'll get to. It's not going to be just a duet. Becky's going to sing with us. Lisa's going to sing with us. Faye's going to sing with us. George is going to sing with us. It'll be a, it'll be a song the angels can't sing. I ain't going to get to do that, preacher. Because I'm sealed. For I have persuaded that neither height, nor death, nor powers, nor principalities, and the list goes on, is able to separate us from the love of Christ. Aren't you glad nothing's able to break the seal? I'm glad that I get to go that way when this life is over. Amen. You may not like me. You know, you may wish me ill. But you can't break the seal. You go to get a marriage license and there's the seal of the state of Tennessee. You get a car title and there's the seal. You get a deed and there's, there's a seal. You graduate high school and there's a seal. God works the same way. A soul is saved. There's a seal. You could take my high school diploma and rip that piece of paper right down the middle and tear that seal up. You could take the marriage license, tie right down the middle of that piece of paper, and there'd be the seal torn. But you can't break the seal that God uses. It's there forever. Friend, let me say this and I'll be done. I didn't know a thing about heaven when I was lost and undone. I didn't know a thing about the love that God gives you or the joy or the peace. I just didn't want to die and go to hell. And that's why I bowed down and said, Jesus, please save me. 
Now Satan does everything to, to keep you from enjoying your salvation, to keep you from being a soul winner. I can't say that I didn't doubt because there was a time in my life when I did. But I've never had to worry about going to hell anymore. Because when he spoke to my soul, he stilled it. I'm not going to hell. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not going there. I'm not going to burn. I got a better country to go to when this life is over. Yes, there was a day that I doubted. I was a teenager. I got cold on the Lord. Satan said, you don't really have it. Not even get down on my knees and try to pray. Try to work my way to it, if you know what I mean. But when I'd edge right up there and just about get to the point to where I could ask him, he'd come by and say, what are you doing? You know what you got. What are you doing? Folks, it's sealed. I don't have to worry about it. I might lay these down, these car keys, and forget where I put them. And you may have to give me a ride home after a while. I may forget a password or something like that and can't get in anymore. But I know what's inside here. Because it's sealed. It's sealed. It's never going to spoil. Here's a good thing. Let me get this and I'll be done. I made that analogy a minute ago about the green beans. You know how many times you get to eat out of that can of green beans? One. Because once you break that seal, you can't seal it back. You gotta eat them. Once you break the seal, you gotta eat them because you can't seal them back. But you know what? My soul is sealed and I get to taste and see that the Lord is good. I get to, his mercies are new every morning, is what the Bible says. For it's by his mercies that we are not consumed. I get to taste of his goodness. I get to taste of his grace. I get to taste of his joy. I get to taste of his peace. And still, still, still. It's sealed. Though I take the wings of an eagle and fly to the uttermost parts of the earth, he'll be there and I'll still be sealed. Amen. I told you, I've got to travel a little bit. I did for the Lord to let me. I'd like to travel some more. <coughs> I went to Hawaii and my soul was still sealed. Went to North Dakota. My soul was still sealed. Went to Louisiana. My soul was still sealed. Went to New York City. My soul was still sealed. Went to the Bahamas. My soul was still sealed. If I got to go to Afghanistan, to Israel, to England, Ireland, Africa, you name it, wherever I go, I'm sealed. <laughs> Don't have to worry about it. And if you've never traveled... You don't realize how blessed we are in East Tennessee. It's not the same as it used to be, 
but we're still blessed in that most places you go through the door at the church, they welcome the Lord in their presence. If you leave East Tennessee and you travel a little bit, you'll realize that there's not many churches in some of these parts of the country. But we're blessed to get to go and to worship and to call on the name of the Lord and celebrate the fact that we're sealed. Let's go on. Well, preacher, I've seen them. They just walk off. They leave God. You're telling me they're sealed? Well, if they never did get sealed, they're not now. And if they got it, there's a scripture in the New Testament that says that the Lord would turn them over to a reprobate mind for the destruction of the flesh for the saving of the soul. If you're determined, you're not going to do God's will. He'll bring an end to you. If you're determined, you're not going to follow God's will. He'll shorten your days. I know it's appointed unto man once to die. You know what the doctor does every once in a while? You'll make an appointment and then he'll decide he has this or that or the other to do on your appointment day and guess what he does? He calls you back and he changes that appointment. Don't you think God can do the same thing if he wants to? Friend, if you're sealed, you better stay close to him. Let me tell you, there's joy in serving the Lord. When I'm not where I need to be, I miss the blessings that he has for me. Well, preacher, I can stay home and live just as good at home as I can at church. You may live good, but let me let you in on a little secret. You can live better. It can be better. You can be blessed. And I, I watched some of the, we broadcast our service over Facebook. Sunday Davis that came here and held revival. Down at Fernwood, they broadcast their services over Facebook. Charlie Johnson came here and held a revival. They broadcast their services over Facebook. And I watched some of them. Adam Wilson from up in Valley View, he broadcast his services over Facebook. I love to hear him preach. Love to see him blessed. But for me, it's not the same as being here with you and seeing the tears roll down your face and hearing the voice fluctuate and flutter and feeling the presence of the Lord. I need that, don't you? Oh, I don't know what life holds. I may be one of those homeless people in the world here. I don't know what life holds. It may be me next week at the hospital grasping for bread. I don't know what life holds. I could be right over here this time next week. But come what may, weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. How can joy come out of weeping, preacher? Because I'm sealed. Amen. I know in whom I am believed. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that that I've committed unto him against that day.
I remember what the top of the closet looked like over at my mom's. She didn't just have one jar of canned green beans. She probably had 20 or more. My father-in-law cans tomato juice. He doesn't just have one jar of tomato juice canned. He probably has 15 or 20. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I'm not the only one sealed. There's a number, no banking number. The house on the rock stood firm. How could it be? Because we're in the palm of God's hands. Satan couldn't break that bond if he wanted to. What did the Lord tell Satan about Job when he came back and wanted to take his health? He said, you can touch everything but his life. You can't touch that. How could he do that? Because it was sealed. It was sealed. God had it. God was in control. Denominations believe that differently. But I'm here to tell you today I believe in eternal salvation. I believe that what God does, He does it right. I believe that God does it to the point to where even an ignorant fool like me can't mess it up. I can't mess it up. God does it right. And that's where we run into problems sometimes. We try to fix it instead of letting God take care of it. We need to let him do things right. And when he does them, we know they'll be right. Are you glad you're sealed? I'm not going to accidentally trip up and fall off into hell. Are you saying that you're always right, preacher? No, no, no. No, I fail to come short all the time. But I'm telling you, I can't stain what's on the inside because it's sealed. That's what he's coming back for. Remember that old song, What Can Wash Away My Sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And it certainly does, don't it? He washes that soul, he cleans it, he seals it. Now when I willingly goof up and sin of my own will, I pay for that here. And I have paid for some of those of you. But that still don't affect that seal, it's still sealed. You can't get to that. You can't touch it, I can't mess it up. And that's what he's coming back for one day after a while. The soul of the man. You know why we die? Do you know why we have funeral homes? And why there are hospitals? Do you know why we die? <coughs> S-I-N. Sin. We're not going to get rid of it until we get to that country. Here we have our 
We're scared to death of COVID. Scared to death they'll get it. And I believe you need to have this extra things. I believe you need to take precautions. I believe you need to do what God has given you the common sense to do. But I'm here to tell you, sin is not going to slip in up there. Why? Because everything that goes in there is going to be sealed. You, you guys work on cars and vehicles and stuff like that. Did you know there's a seal between the engine and the transmission? And over time, that seal wires down, wires, wires thin, wires out. And that's when your oil begins to leak, that's when your transmission fluid begins to leak and things like that. This seal is eternal. It's everlasting. Nothing's gonna leak out. It's there until the day the Lord calls us home. Thank God, I'm seated.